I call everyday excellence a multivitamin for life because it's the sort of thing that you take every single day. And so this continuous compounding effect of every single day working on something to get better at the end of six months, a year, people almost won't recognize themselves. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. It's Rick Nusky here. If this is your first time, you are in for a treat. I'm very, very excited for you today. And also for those who have supported the show leading up to today's episode, thank you very much for your feedback. I've been reading it. And what's important is that the show is making a difference for you. So thank you very much. And if you've not subscribed yet or gotten involved in some way, shape or form, make sure you do that because on today's show, especially, I'm on the line with the wonderful Joe Templin. How are you, Joe? Rick, pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here, my friend. Now, you and I were just talking about some previous uh, conversations that I've had on the show and how we were able to draw out some magnificent content from those guests. And um, my hope and desire is that we can do exactly the same with you. Now, for everybody who's on the call today, um, Joe is a author, planner, mentor, trainer, coach, and creator. And we're going to be talking about his book, Everyday Excellence, which is a guide to growing and how you can use it to live your best life. Now, with all this being said, Joe, I'd like to say thank you very much for a copy of the book. I've made my way through it. What a wonderful read. Now, before we get into the core of that and we talk about it and uh, you know take it apart, as it were, I'd love to learn some, uh, some more about you. Where are you located? Where's home for you, Joe? So I'm just outside Saratoga Springs, New York. So to give perspective to your Australian readers, mm -hmm. um, if you look at New York City and Montreal, yes, exactly halfway in between is where I am. Oh, beautiful. That's where the potato chip was invented. Oh, really? So known for that. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of potato chips, what sort of food do you like? Do you, do you uh, like the local uh, cuisine or what's your thing? My thing is I love food, period, case, yeah. That's one of the reasons why I learned to cook and one of the reasons why I run because there is an unwritten rule that if you run 10 plus miles in a day, you can eat whatever you want. Oh, yes. So yes. I, I like to eat. Yeah, so if we can burn more energy than we create, then we're not going to be uh, you know, fat laden, are we? Nope, you know, and so 10 miles equates for me to roughly 1,300 calories. Yep. So... You know, on average day where I'm not training hard for an ultra, I'm around 3,700 calories and I'm, I'm only 178 pounds. Oh, wow. Well, let's so. talk about that because I know that uh, you are right into your sports and your fitness and you're also a champion uh, taekwondo expert. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So martial arts has been part of my life for now 35 years, actually wow. 36 years. Yeah. At this point. Wow. And it's lost. one of those things that you can do this at whatever intensity level makes sense for you. So before my kids were born and all that, I was actually on track to make the U.S. Olympic squad. Wow. And after um, my oldest was born, I actually started competing again, won an international championship and all that. Now, I don't train at that level at this point at all. You know, I'm only training a couple hours a week more as maintenance but martial arts whether it's taekwondo or judo or tai chi or what have you is the sort of thing that can give you lifelong fulfillment 
Yes. And so not only do you have the physical activity, mm -hmm. but one of the things about the belt ranks is that you're working towards mastery. You're always trying to reach the next level in terms of your ability. And so you're challenging yourself against yourself, which is something that entrepreneurs should understand because you're not competing with Google. You're not competing with, you know, Microsoft or any of these things. You're competing with other companies that are near your level and you're competing with yourself of yesterday. Yes, absolutely. And having that mindset is how you can do the daily things with a big vision to have continuous improvement and ultimately be successful. Well, you're touching on some points here, continuous improvement. You're touching on discipline. Having trained for nearly 15 years myself, I know exactly what it takes to be disciplined to go and do this each and every day, in and out. What are you training? Uh, Gokan Ryu, tra traditional karate. Um, nice. Now, my children now go. They go to a, a, a less traditional form. Um, at, called the Golden Knights, and um, they're not going to learn how to fight. They're learning to go to do what, Joe? What do you need to tell people about martial arts? They're going to learn how to control themselves. Yes, sir. And ultimately, after they learn to control themselves, then they learn to challenge themselves. Yes. And if they can get those two habits down, the sky is the limit. The limit. You know what? And one of the, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the most amazing things that I find that it's good for is uh, community building, getting part of a tribe and getting them away from the, the computers. Have you found that? You know, do, do you see that? In kids? That is incredibly difficult, especially in this post-COVID world where everything went online for their education. I mean, mm. our schools were shut down for months at a time. So they were doing Google Classroom or what have you. So their screen time was more than a grown-up who works on a computer for a living. And the, there's a lot of studies about how it essentially rewires the brain because of the neuroplasticity that they have, especially for the younger kids. And if they have autism, like my son does, or yep. ADHD, it can actually really, really be bad. So yep. getting the balance of getting them outside, mm -hmm. getting them physically active, getting them moving mm. is critical to help counterbalance that. And hopefully your kids adopt some of these ideas, these concepts, this love of getting out and working hard, yep. because that is a basic tool that they can use for their entire life, whether it's physical health, mental health, yep. uh, help with their relationships, help with their communication skills, things like that. I mean, my first public speaking was not being in front of a crowd per se. Mm -hmm. It was in a dojang giving orders. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, the one thing that I fear the most is them living a sedentary life. And I, I will do my darndest, everything that's in my power to make sure they don't do that. Now, Joe, may I? One of the things you can do is turn off the Internet. In the house. <laughs> I have done that. <laughs> that's a good idea. You know, that's quite an easy fix. <laughs> I, uh, I, Oops. Uh, it, well, it didn't, what happened there? The, what's, the modem's gone. I don't know. <laughs> now, I know. No, I tell them, uh, you know, you're yeah, going outside. You're going outside different. for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So they've learned that Da, you know, follows through on what he says he's going to do. Of course. Now, um, locally, Joe, um, I know that you're a, a, an avid runner. You love your running. We have a locally. We have a, an event called the City to Bay. It's one stretch of road. It's a straight stretch of road, but it's um, they call it, uh, I think, a quarter marathon. And I do it every year, and I don't know how I end it, and I don't know how I get there. 
But I remember a couple of years back, Joe, that I physically collapsed at the end because it was so hot and it was just one of those events. I really loved it. Again, in terms of um, the satisfaction you must feel from running long distances like, like that, what inspires you to do this? Oh, I hate running. Just like David Goggins talks about, I hate running. In fact, it, it, but I used to do it to supplement my Taekwondo or volleyball, but I started doing it more because of the challenge associated with it. I mean, during the summer, because it's getting to be winter up here in upstate New York, mm -hmm. there was one day when the clouds were rolling in, it's about 7.30, so it's you know, an hour before dusk, clouds are rolling in, I'm like, okay, it's gonna rain. I'm like, I have to go run a couple of miles because of my training that I was doing for something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yep, it's going to rain. This is going to suck, <laughs> but it's going to make me better. Yeah. So I went out and I ran in the rain with the squishy feet and, you know, it was cold Horst. and windy yep. and all that. And when I got home, you know, jumped in the shower quick, nice hot shower. Okay. You feel good. better, had some food and everything, but I put myself through something that I did not want to do yep. because on the far side of pain is glory. On the far side of difficult situations is additional power. You know, so I've run two ultra marathons this past year. And when you're you know, 75 kilometers into a hundred kilometer run and you're starting to lose all energy and you're beyond anything you've ever done, you have to draw upon reserves that you had built by choosing the difficult situations previously but it also reveals this capability for when you need to tap into it at other times, whether yes. your mom's going through cancer or you're doing the 15 hour a day, six day a week grind building your business mm. or what have you. So whatever you can do in terms of choosing difficulty is going to give you more ability when the time comes that you need to tap into. And this is something that unfortunately we have tried to protect our kids from. Yeah. We make things easy for everybody. And as Kierkegaard talked about, one of the best things that you can have in a world of ease is a friend that's gonna challenge you and make things difficult. Push you a little bit more. I, I wonder also, given the, the focus on looking after yourself, looking after your family and those, uh, your clients presumably, um, mm -hmm. do you ask them to, to step away occasionally? And what do you do to step away? Um, I actually, we've got, yeah, uh, but like when I go and do a Ragnar, that's, you know, going away and doing 200 kilom or 200 mile team relay race that takes two and a half, uh, days all told. Wow. You know, I'm, that's my disconnect. So yep. I choose a different form of stress most of the time, you know, so those of us who are working in offices, go do something physical. If you're doing something physical, go do something mental to yeah. counterbalance it so you get that. The other thing is I literally disappear into the woods. We have a family cabin in the mountains on 100 acres with a pond, and it's been the family for 70-plus years, and I have essentially no cell phone signal up there. Wonderful. Uh, the only radio that I can get, it plays the Yankee games. Um, <laughs> there's no TV, so I disappear with books and a fishing pole and jump in the water or go run the mountain trails and spend time with my kids and my dad and if my brothers or sisters are there, hang out with them and my nieces and nephews. And so I literally fully disconnect in that capacity. I know then that. I bring lots of paper so I can write because... Of course, you when need to you, express. 
when you get into that sort of situation where you're not in the grind, that's where the creativity flows. So that's one of the reasons why my business clients, I recommend that they completely step away from the business every yep. once in a while and go do something like go for a hike or, you know, go dancing if that's their thing, whatever, something that is completely different because it then allows the juices to truly flow. So uh, straight off the bat, pardon the pun, go Yankees. Now, I know that back uh, back in the day when we were growing up, we all have stories about, um, you know, where we started to get these these ideas that we loved a certain baseball team or we loved a certain thing that we did. What can you remember in your formative years that is fond for you? Well, I remember uh, my grandfather talking about watching Babe Ruth. Oh, wow. That would have been incredible. my adopted grandfather. And yeah. I remember my mom talking about seeing Mickey Mantle. And so I tell the kids about, you know, watching Derek Jeter. I, I talked to them about watching uh, some of the great Yankees of the 1990s when they were in the minor leagues yep. with our minor league team up here. So, and, uh, so I get to talk about things like that. And I just remember my grandfather at the cabin sitting there in his chair, which is still there, with the old radio and listening to Yankee games in the afternoon. And it just became the way that we are. That way it is. And so that is one of those loves that can be passed down generation to generation. Yes, absolutely. Now, uh, you're an early riser and what's a daily routine look like for you? Do you have a set thing? Yes. So I'm a huge fan of James Clear's uh, Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. He's got a concept in there called habit stacking, where to adopt a habit, sometimes it takes 66 days, but that's if you're trying to build a habit out of the blue, mm -hmm. not connected to anything else. But if you can stack it on other things that you're doing, literally on that superstructure that you've already built, it only takes about a week. So we all get up at some point. I'm... <laughs> Always been an early riser, being a farm kid. Yeah. I'm up at the crack of dawn or earlier, you know, typically right now, 5.15. And I meditate for a couple of moments because um, when you're first waking up or going to sleep, that's when the subconscious and the conscious, actually the line blurs. So you can actually program your brain the best uh, yes. during that time. So I take advantage of that, go over my goals, go over a couple of other things I need to do. Get up, grab my cup of coffee. Your cup of joe? Which was <laughs> sitting there from the night before because I have the cup of coffee ready to go and I hit oh, really? the button. Yeah, I leave a cup to start the day because yeah. black coffee, you can leave it for actually a day and a half, no problem. And it's only going to sit there for roughly 12 hours. And the coffee pot's ready to go. I just hit the button so it starts brewing the fresh pot. Right. So I've got my primer, basically, yeah. and the other things ready to go. And I have my cup of coffee, and I sit down, and I read my Everyday Stoic by Ryan Holiday. I read that particular day. And now I read my chap a particular day in my book. Uh, when I was writing the book, I'd sit down, and I'd write for about 15 minutes. Then I go, and I work out for at 20 minutes to 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I do every single day is I throw at least 100 punches with each hand, as I've done essentially every single day for approaching 40 years now wow, so i've thrown over 10 million punches with each hand over my life talk about so muscle i don't memory. have to think about that that's you know one of the side effects of intensive training and extensive training where you're doing over a, a long period 
so that you don't have to think about. That's why when I'm working with financial advisors, teaching them to build their business, I make them practice their language five times a day, every single day. And they're like, after a month, wow, that works. Yeah. Game yeah. time's not practice time. You need to practice every day. To every single excellent. day. It needs to become a habit, doesn't it? Now, um, yeah. Now, in terms of uh, mindset, you must have a busy mind. Do you find that it's easy to switch it off? No, it, it's nearly impossible for me to switch off. Mm. I'm, I mean, I've, I'm ADHD. Yep. Uh, so I self-medicate with lots and lots of coffee. <laughs> but what I do yep. is I try to focus in certain time periods or to limit the distractions. So if I have to do make 10 calls for work to reach out to potential clients or to uh, do things like that, I will literally take the computer, the list and my phone into a separate room where there is nothing to distract me. Yeah. I'll just sit down and plow through those 10. If I need to write, I will write a certain amount. I will write one page or I will set a timer on my phone and write for 20 minutes and then get up and do something else. So having, because running a business requires so many different skills and there's so many different things going on, you can think of it that if in the equation of your business, there are some place between 20 and 500 variables. So I focus on one at a time completely and totally, as Marcus Aurelius said, focus on the task at hand like a Roman. Or as my kid's Taekwondo instructor said, focus and finish. So focus on this thing and knock it off. Cut it finish into it. a small chunk. Yes. Finish it, yep. it and you knock it off your list and then move forward. So if you look, lists, I'm an index card sort of guy. Oh, I yes. have been since I was probably 13 years old when my mom gave me my first index cards for when I was reading a book. And then the fraternity, we had to carry them. And I've just done it since then. So one of the things that I do when I sit down at the start of the day is I take my index card and I write a couple of major things that I need to get done that day, whether it's following up with these particular individuals, run this analysis, do this podcast, whatever, yep, yep. those couple of major things. And if once I've knocked them off the list, one, I've accomplished everything that I need to, and I try and knock it off early. But two, I can then take that list and throw it in the garbage, sure, in the and garbage. all of a sudden you get all sorts of clarity and closure from doing that. Yeah. So that's one little habit that I would recommend for a lot of your listeners mm -hmm. who are in uh, the self-employed or entrepreneurial world, is make that little list every single day. And it should it. be between two and five items only. Don't write a list of 50 things because it's overwhelming. But do that two to five things. And knock them off one by one. Literally cross them off. Cross them then, off one at a time and just keep at it every single yeah. day. Anybody's on the call today, obviously, we're taking away some nuggets of gold. I hope you've got a pen and a piece of paper handy and you're taking down some notes now. Um, I'd love to shift, shift gear if we could, Joe. Um, um, I want to start talking in depth about everyday excellence. But prior, prior to that, I think for the sake of context, it's important that you, you share your professional background. Could you share a little bit about yourself professionally? Okay, so I am really a Swiss Army knife in a lot of ways at this point. I have lived several lives along the way. Just so that your listeners know, I started college at 13 years old because my parents said 12 was too young. Uh, <laughs> I was an applied physicist 
So I literally built weapons for the U.S. Department of Defense, and I helped design the entire backbone of the U.S. telecommunication system. So the reason why you we can stream and do this is because of some of the research that I did 30-plus wow. years ago, which was cool. <laughs> that is cool. That is That was really cool. And, the and that's DARPA? Like, oh, is that called about? DARPA? Yes, DARPA, yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, that was my background. I was, I, uh, was a teaching assistant or a researcher, so I did all that. Mm -hmm. and then we had a family tragedy where we, my godfather died unexpectedly and we lost the family farm. And I was having a little crisis of conscience about making things that could be used for weapons, even though mainly it was civilian applications. Mm -hmm. But there was still some bad applications there. Of course. So I took a detour and went into financial planning did that for, um, still doing some of it in some capacities, but I was hardcore full-time, you know, 60 plus hours a week for yep. 15 years, mm -hmm. became a member of the million dollar round table, which is the top 10% of the profession in the entire world. In fact, at one point I made the top one tenth of 1% of everybody. Then I went out consulting on my own. And I was working, developing financial advisors because I built this skill set and knowledge set and the teaching bug had come back partially because my mom had been a college professor. Uh -huh. I had been yep, a martial yep. arts instructor. So it's in my blood to try and teach people and make them better. Hmm. And so I spent the next 10 years doing a lot of consulting um, with, in and out of the financial world, working with businesses and developing leaders in companies. Uh, did some other things, which uh, not allowed to talk about, so I, <laughs> I'm course. not going to. But uh, <laughs> You've you done know, a lot. I've got a lot of friends in special operations. We'll oh, good at that. Yeah, no, all that's around good. the world. Good to know. Good okay? to know. Look, but all along the way, I've been writing to try and take some of the experiences that I've learned, some of my insights, some of the language that I developed that's worked, to try and teach others. So I've written at this point a dozen books. Uh, some of them. Uh, were are under a pseudonym, various things. Yes. But uh, everyday excellence really came out because one of my friends I was talking with, he's an attorney. He's like, "Dude, can you just run my life? You're like my life coach. You're you're like a girl. You're not a financial advisor. You're not <laughs> a coach. You're you're a girl." And so he he tells me that, and I joked and laughed and said, "Yeah, sure, okay, give sure. me a thousand dollars a week forever." <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever and then i'm like down in my weight room a week later after i'd done my morning routine mm -hmm. i'm listening to uh jocko willink speaking on one device and black sabbath blasting on the other device <laughs> while i'm throwing around some weights <laughs> and all of a sudden i had the satori moment the flash of insight yeah. put down the uh weights went upstairs sat at the computer and typed the words every day excellence and I just brain dumped for the next 45 minutes. And that was the crystallization of the super saturated solution in my brain that ultimately became everyday excellence. Yes. Wow. And again, I can't thank you enough for the copy because straight away I started reading all these quotes from incredibly famous people and they were, they were sage insights, sage um, directions that you can take from this book. Tell us a little bit about the one in there that really sticks out for you or is it transient for you it is sort of transient because as i talk about in the introduction you know life flows mm. and so instead of wanting something that was very super structured i wanted an overall structure where each day we'd have these things 
But life evolves, and the book sort of reflects that, sort of like uh, the inspiration in some ways was James Joyce Ulysses in that sort of stream of conscious, and it is organic. And that's one of the things that I wanted. Um, there are numerous quotes throughout there that mean a lot to me, but let's just choose one. Rick, what's your birthday? Fourth to fourth. Which, what is it? Fourth of April. Fourth of April, okay. April 4th, to be odd, you have to be number one, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> okay, and you know, to quote the last uh, paragraph, to achieve different results, you need to look at the world differently. To process what you see in a way that others aren't, and build a vision of the future based on things others can't see yet. Unusual or outlandish, not normal, strange, crazy, weird, odd, but in a good way. And then the action item, because there's a lot of other books out there that will give analysis or talk about different things, but very few of them then give you homework. And action translates into motivation, translates into excellence. You have to practice. You have to do the math problems. You have to do the martial arts forms. You, you have, have to, to apply yourself. The, the violin. Yes. You have to practice the language. So every day in Everyday Excellence, we have an action item where you can take the concepts of that day and put them into your life in some capacity. So the action item for your birthday would be, what is unique or just very different about, how can you leverage that? So the fact that you're doing these podcasts, Rick, that is a fairly unique capability that you have to be able to connect with individuals and get them to tell their stories and draw out pearls of wisdom. Yes. Yes. From them that you can then share with others. I love this because so, I, I, I can I just add to this and we can continue this absolutely. conversation. I, I, I listen to this and I think about, you know, the personality profiling books that you see. It seems mm -hmm. like it does some of that in a, in a sort of a roundabout way, but it really does it in an interesting way. I mean, I would never have thought to have uh, connect myself with Dr. Zeus of all people. <laughs> How did you come up with these things? Um, that is actually a quote that I saw years and years ago, and I've loved it because you know, I'm not exactly normal. Uh, my, favorite, <laughs> <Did I? laughs> my, my favorite Muppet is Gonzo the Weirdo. It's not just because of my big nose. Um, <laughs> so what I did is I've been just looking for quotes and concepts and ideas uh, forever. I, it's something that instead of me trying to express an idea, why don't I take somebody who has already done so at a much higher level, whether mm -hmm. it's Mahatma K. Gandhi or Muhammad Ali or Dr. Seuss or Shakespeare, you know, somebody who has put this out there already and then just be able to go much more in depth on it and deconstruct it, not just in terms of what it can mean to me, but how it can apply to readers across many different dimensions. I call everyday excellence a multivitamin for life because it's the sort of thing that you take every single day and there's little, many different components in it. And some days your body might need more calcium. Some days it might need more vitamin D or vitamin C or what have you. Some days from the book, you might be drawing something about a relationship because that's what you're seeing in it. Other days, it might be a work-related thing. It might be health-related. 
but it gives the reader the opportunity to take away what they need that day to improve themselves under whatever scenario that they're wrestling with or dealing with particularly. And so it's over a week, a month, they're going to hit many different aspects, Mm. but this continuous compounding effect of every single day working on something to get better at the end of six months, a year, people almost won't recognize themselves if they're actually going and taking the two to four minutes every single morning to read this. Yeah, wow. Because I was going to ask you about how how the user experience looks, and it's clearly different, and it's very situational for each and every person. Now, Joe, you you seem to me like you've got more in you. You've got more to write. Is this, is there a volume two, or is there something else coming out for you? Uh, I'm pretty sure there is. So I the day <laughs> after I finished the last page, I go and start my morning routine, and you know do my workout. I go down to sit down to write on the book. I'm like, okay, time to work on the book. I got nothing to write today. Oh. I wrote other stuff, you know, so I've got other things that I'm writing constantly. I, I still write about 45 minutes to an hour every single day because it's a habit. Yeah. Um, I'm playing with different ideas for another business book and for another book in this uh, vein a couple of years down the road. Yeah. But I really want, I need time to let that marinate to, as I said, this was a super saturated solution that literally came on out. I need time to re-up all the stuff in my system so that I can slowly process with my subconscious and be able to come out with something that's worthy, that if people are going to spend money and take the time to read these things, it better be worth it for them. Better be worth it, I'm always focused on creating value for others, and so I need to make sure that it's not just another fall on, you know, the sophomore slump or what have you. I need to make sure whatever I put out is worthwhile of the people who sacrifice their time to actually read it. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that you respect people's time, it tells a lot about you, Joe. Um, I've really enjoyed the conversation that we've had so far. Now, beyond the books, um, you're very busy. What's happening with your life? What's happening in the next six months? Uh, In the next six months. So let's see. This is now November. So that takes us out to May. Mm-hmm. Um, in that time, I'm going to do another ultra marathon. Mm-hmm. I should test for another rank in Taekwondo. Um, I got That'd three Buddhist sons. That'd, be, That'd fifth. be my fifth don, yes. Wow. I've been saying that fourth don for 20 plus years, and my master started yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, it's time. It's you got to do this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> do I have to? <laughs> rank means nothing to me. Yeah, okay? it's a belt that holds up your pants. Wealth, flash, I'm. I'm not materialistic. I don't need that sort of stuff. Yep. You know, buy me a cup of coffee or a beer and sit down and talk with me. That's yeah, important. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, give me ideas. So I'm that's the sort of feedback that I need, but he wants me to do it because <laughs> just the way uh, it is. Yeah. He, he, the way Grant is. said you will do this and so I said yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, there, there's <laughs> a couple times? of people that that's the only answer to. <laughs> Extend that push-up next time. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, in terms of, um, you know, uh, from a professional perspective, do you have a website? And if so, where can people find you? Where can they find your book uh, and all those sorts of things? Well, you can find me in the pub, hopefully. <laughs> see you there. <laughs> uh, give me a Guinness. You know, give me a beer I can't see through. Oh, yes. Um, but you can... Go to my website, which is everyday-excellence.com. And I put up a little additional vignettes that are not in the book uh, that you can get the ebook there. You can get actually get 
the audiobook or the page a day. So it's broken down into literally bite sizes, literally giving you the multivitamin every single day. Yeah. Um, you'll also be able to find the book on Amazon by the time this premieres. Excellent. Thank you so very much for sharing, Joe. Oh, I... by the way, yes, for your readers, I created a code. So if they get anything through the website, if they use the coupon code future business ah. at checkout, yep. they will get a 10% discount. Oh, well, look, there you go. Make sure you take care of that uh, future business. Is there any spaces between them or is it one nope. word? Excellent. No worries. I don't think so. Don't think so. Well, try either way if it doesn't work. If it doesn't work for you, get back to me. We're sure to be able to help you out. Now, Joe, I have to say I am absolutely humbled and I cannot say to you how much I have appreciated spending this time with you on the My Future Business show today. Thank you very much for joining me. Rick, thank you for the time and to your listeners, thank you for listening. Hopefully I provided some value and gave you the one pearl to help you make it a better day. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.